Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Another week of N4G Radio. This is episode 717 for October 3rd, 2022. And on the show this week, we've got Anthony's back. Hello, I'm back from the comic convention I was at last weekend. You got uh, you got an autograph, didn't you? Uh, well, I bought a couple of autographs um, from the same guy, but uh, no, I actually own a original comic page from him nice so and we got the wombat yeah i did not go to a comic convention or get anyone's autograph last weekend well it sounds like he had a better weekend than you uh, probably yes all right well it's video game time it's time to talk about video games and before the show of course i get told that nobody's played anything which is cool which means we're not really talking about anything this week you know so fuck it um I'll kick off with Anthony. I know it's been two weeks. Yeah, I haven't played much in those two weeks, um, and I'll tell you why. Over the last two weeks, so I'm on vacation this week. Over the last two weeks, there's been two of us in my work, and uh, it's just been a nightmare scenario of the amount of work that we have. Uh, we're down a person because one person's in BC for work. And um, then my manager was sick, somebody was off, and it's just, it was a nightmare. So I was really stressing out and basically coming home and sleeping. And um, I did need to finish Sinking City, which we talked about on Phoenix Down. Uh, I don't know if that episode's even out yet. No, he just sent it to me on Saturday, so I haven't had a chance to get it's it ready. weird uploading, yeah, it's weird uploading issues on Matt's end that causes the delay. For some reason, it'll tell him that it's going into the Dropbox, and then it doesn't. Um, so I don't know what's happening there, but I know that Drew finally got it made. Um, so I won't talk about that. And honestly, I've just been... So I was playing Assassin's Creed hoping that it would do the same thing Origins did, where it would really capture me. And I'm going to be honest with you, it may just not be the right time, because it's not like the game is horribly different even, but I'm just, I'm not feeling Odyssey, so I took a step away from it. I'll go back to it eventually. It's not that it's a bad game, I'm just not feeling it at the moment. So I'm like, you know what, I need something. So, uh, I still had... Um, never stop sneaking on my Switch. I kind of just... It, it's its a mindless stealth game, so I just keep going at that, thinking eventually I'll just hit the 100% and then I can say I'm done and never play it again. Um, I will say this, I did unlock the skin for uh, Dust 
from an Elysian Tale because it's the same dev. And so that's, of course, the skin I'm going to use. Um, I don't know. I've just been looking for something. So I'm like, okay, well, stealth. I'm like, let's start up Aragami 1 again because I played through a couple levels, but I don't think I ever finished it. And when I opened up my save, I'm like, yeah, I don't. I didn't finish this game. So, and then I have the DLC for the first game. I've heard the second game's not fantastic, unfortunately. It plays um, better, but it's... I've heard it's like a lot of the same level over and over and over again. Well, it's, it's almost like... And, and Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you played some of this too. Like, It's almost like a, like a run-based game. Like You do your run, and then you get points, and then you can go back and redo the run to do better. Yeah, I really like the linear stages of the first game. Yeah, I, di- I didn't play a ton of the second one, but from what I played, Ken, I think you're right. Yeah, It plays so but, much better, um, though, which is what kills it for me, because it's just, it's like, man, if I could get the first game to play like the second game, it'd be like the perfect game. So I'm playing the first one again, because I just said fuck it. Um, I've started up some games on Switch, which I'm just going to pull here just to bring up because i don't remember what i was playing otherwise um okay so uh i'm gonna finally write my review for kirby's dream buffet i'm actually glad i didn't write it once like right after i was done because i said you know what let's try to play a match online i have not been able to play a match online i don't know if it's lack of players or something else but nothing from my switch has changed Nothing about my internet has changed. It's like I can't find other people. When I do, there isn't enough to make a full set of four. Then it crashes out and puts me back in the main menu area. I wonder if it's... I think this game's dead. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, like, I saw nobody talking about it, like, even when it launched. I definitely haven't seen anybody talk about it since then. Yeah. And, like, I forgot it came out. It's a, I mean, so it's it's like, it's a good game, but this is my issue with all multiplayer games. And this is Nintendo. This is not like an independent dev. So when I come off harsh about multiplayer games, it really isn't that it's a bad game. It's that it's so reliant on constantly having people there and no dev can guarantee that. Like, I'm glad that there's computer races in the Kirby's Dream Buffet, but, like, that's it. Like, you know, like, that's all you'll be able to do eventually, and there's so many levels, and then you're just getting the repetitive nature of it all, and it's just like, well, this is what all multiplayer games end up falling into, is this problem of we don't have players, we have a lot of content. Some some multiplayer games don't let you earn that content from single player, at least Kirby's Dream Buffet does, but how do you... How do you justify that existence anymore? You know, it, it's just rough like that. Um, I've uh, played more Made in Abyss. Oh, fuck it. It's like, okay, so the first er- the first section of that game starts off really well, and I'm like, ooh, I really like the setup of this. And then it forced me down, like, a story tunnel where I just stopped engaging with all the mechanics just to get to the next point that it wanted me to get to. That was like... At least three or four hours. So, like, maybe 30, 40 minutes of this was, like, of that four hours was, like, actual game time where I was actually playing what they said this was going to be. And then 
the rest of that time was just me slogging through linearish levels to get, get to the next part while enemies are attacking because I'm just like what what's what's the point of harvesting anything because uh, like and and making weapons it just increases my weight because I'm not having to actually do anything for the game to then suddenly be like this is how you fish this is how you um make things like weapons and stuff it's like well why is this so far into the game hours into the game like the pacing is so fucking bad and it's disappointing because what they kind of promise in the early section fascinating i love the idea of like you're going down further and further into the hole and you're going to have a harder and harder time coming back out of it cool let me just do that but because they want to tell you the plot of the anime i'm kind of on a linear path uh, just it's frustrating that i have to keep going back to it because honestly i just want to write my review and go if you want to suffer through this nonsense to actually play the game go for it because when it's when you're actually playing the game it's fun but for a long portion of it i was literally just trying to figure out how i get to the next point to fucking get to the point where i could start earning experience again and there's missions again instead of just story that I'm not really interested in to some extent. So, um, I bought a game called Membrane on Switch. Uh, let me just pull it up because I... I don't think I've ever heard of this game. Okay, so I know about this game because I bought it on sale specifically because the regular price is absurd. Uh, Nintendo Life gave it a 9 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 71%. Uh, it is on sale, it was on sale, give me a second. Yeah, it's on sale for, oh, did they change the price? They may have changed the price finally. Because, at one point, it was $300. I'm sorry, I got got sidetracked by the Soul Patch, but $300? Yeah, give me a second here, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, For for what, there is no game worth $300. No, 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 and I, I, I agree. Uh, I think it was. I don't. I. It may have been a mistake because the game was at one point like twelve fifty Canadian, and then it shot up to three hundred dollars, and I think it. And then it would go back down to three dollars, and then three hundred dollars, and then three dollars, and three hundred dollars. So I'm like, you know what? It's three dollars finally again. Let me play it. It's a weird ass puzzle game. I was going to say, I just looked up screenshots of it, and I'm like, if this is a $300 game, I am in the wrong motherfucking business. It, I think it was probably a really smart idea to have people watch the game for a sale. Be like, well, it's, you know, because that's the reason why I bought it right away. I was like, oh, wait, this is that game that's regular $300 on for $3, finally. Dude, the um, quote on the page uh, comes from I- IGN. Says Beavis and Butthead meets Super Mario. I, sure, I guess I wouldn't say that. It's 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 psychedelic, and you shoot blocks that you can jump on. It it's bizarre, but it's pretty good. It's weird. I enjoy it. Um, weird. It says I own it. <laughs> I bet you didn't. 
I bet you uh, didn't pay $300 for it. No, it's $2.50 according to this, but it says on the screen that I logged into, it says already downloaded. I'm like, I don't remember ever playing this game. <laughs> Alright then. How how do I own a game I don't even remember playing? Oh, it was released in 2018. That is um, 6,000 years ago. So Yeah. And I finally played the game we've all talked about in the past. Daddish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a sequel out now. You gotta... I own Daddish, Daddish 2, Faust, and uh, Super Faust, and Super Faust 2. It's all the same dev. Daddish is really good. Yeah, it's it's a good game. The writing, the writing is what makes it for me, though. You are a dad radish going to collect his children who have run away. And every t- every level ends with you running into one of your kids. And they always say something that like a kid would say. And the dad is just clearly done with them. <laughs> Go home. Or, or it's like, no, I live here now. Excuse me? Never mind. That's what I thought. <laughs> and then you, the end level ends. Um, but there was one that made me laugh. You, you finish the level and it's a possum. You're not my... Wait, you're not my kid. And it just screams. <laughs> uh, uh, that that checks out. It's a pretty decent platformer, too. I was pretty impressed. I'm like, I really like the art style. It's a it's a good time. I'm enjoying Daddish. Uh, it's still not the game that's like made me go, I love video games again. Um, but uh, I like Daddish for what it is. Uh, very Super Nintendo inspired. Like even the level ending kind of closes like um, in the triangular formation that uh, Super Mario All Stars closes with. Oh, yeah, when the menus switch over, yeah. So, but that's it for me. I know it's not like much of anything. Um, just uh, I need something to make me go. Yeah, video games. Woo, come on. Hey, we're getting into that yeah. season. Something something may strike your fancy over the next couple months. Yeah, maybe. It, it just it's it, it happens all the time. It's like stress from work ends up having me go, I don't really wanna play anything right now. No. So I've just been reading I've been reading a lot of comics. Um I, w- random recommendation. Uh the current run of Ghost Rider is freaking awesome uh you he doesn't just turn into ghost rider like his skin melts off oh that's lovely and the drawing the drawing is awesome 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 and the whole concept is great because he doesn't fully remember it's super gory like it's creepy like i'm surprised it's a marvel comic to be honest with you i'm surprised there aren't like warnings on the front um because He's dealing with serial killers and uh, yeah, just some of the the artwork is disturbed. He has a scar on the back of his head that he keeps touching, and sometimes an eye looks like it's popping out of it, or like teeth. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm really enjoying that run, and like you know, I don't normally recommend comics, but hey, if you like Ghost Rider, and you, but you said I really wish Marvel still had some edge. Yeah, that's a really good series. And that's it for me. Like, I legit have been just trying to find something that'll 
pique my fancy. All right. Well, in that case, I'll move on to Soul Pat. I mean, Wombat. That's right. I'm glad I could bless your Discord (laughs) with 22-year-old Ryan. Um, He looks like he would say, Chia! (laughs) I don't think I ever said that once, but it's definitely possible. Got a little Fred burst in you there. Oof. Yeah, don't say that. (laughs) My hat's on the right way around. Um, all right, so, I mean, really, the only thing, the only things that I've played, uh, are Survivor IO, which I always play, um, it's sort of in constant rotation now, um, and, uh, Cyberpunk, which I'm on the final mission, uh, as we speak. Of the Um, game? So, yes, of the game. Um, you haven't made it to the choice yet, have you? Uh, not quite okay. yet. Yeah, so I, I know there's an epilogue still, but um, I'm in the, the point of no return mission. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. Um, man, I've, I've been... So, I'll say towards the end of Act 2, a lot of really, really interesting side missions opened up, and uh, I'm glad that I played all of them, because they were all... They all had that uh, CDPR level of uh, polish and storytelling for side missions. Um, and there's some really awesome characters in this game. They, they do a good job leveraging sort of the, uh, uh, the, the, the cyberpunk aspects of this universe to come up with some pretty interesting characters. Um, so I won't spoil anything for people that are playing it, but, uh, Ken, I'm sure you came across the clown, Yes, yeah, I had to think about it, yeah. So, he's an awesome character, and um, uh, the uh, there's just there's some really good missions. There's a mission where you're helping out the guy who wants to be mayor, which is really, really good. Um, there's the whole mission where you're uh, tracking down a, a serial kidnapper um, with the detective, and that mission was really awesome as well. Um, so all the, really all the major side characters in the game, the, uh, companions is what I'll use for lack of a better term, um, are really excellent, very well-written, uh, well-rounded characters. Um, so yeah, I, I'll say it again. I say it every time I talk about this game now, I really wish they had just punted this game to next gen, um, and waited because, uh, it deserves a lot better, uh, a lot bigger share of uh, the the gaming mindset than it ever got because of how um, how botched the launch was, and uh, I'm I'm pleased to see it getting sort of its resurgence now because it is a, a tremendous game. Did you do the edge run, edge runners mission before you went into the final one? I did not. Okay. I, it popped up. I didn't even know what that one was. So when I loaded the game back up, I, I got <clears throat> that mission prompt. Um, because obviously I was back in the world, um, right. and it, it prompted me for a new mission that I hadn't seen before. So it, it, it'll definitely gotcha. let you know. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll um, I'll keep an eye out for that when uh, when I finish up this mission. So, um, but yeah, uh, and I got to say that um, uh, Keanu does a tremendous job in this game. 
his character is great, and uh, his voice acting is exactly what you would expect from Keanu Reeves. I gotta tell you something funny. You have to understand, my son has never seen John Wick. He yep. just never, I don't think, ever seen a movie with Keanu Reeves in it. It's just never been anything he's interested in. So I was re-watching the John Wick trilogy the other day, and he comes in, <clears throat> and he says, hey, what are you watching? And I said, John Wick. And he, without missing a beat, just looks at me and he goes, you're breathtaking. <laughs> and I'm like, what the, what the hell? What? Like, okay. That's really great. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know where he saw it. He must be, it must be one of those YouTubers he watches that's, that's referenced it or something, but. Right. Just I mean, awesome. didn't do the one of in in uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven uh, seventy seven. You can become. Oh jeez. Welcome. <laughs> Man, I, I, that's one of my favorite videos. Is all the cuts that just has. <laughs> uh, there's only one problem: getting cocked. Dude, I I don't. So, not to talk about this game, because I'm going to talk a lot about it next week. I was playing a match last night, and in Overwatch you have voice lines. And on console you can program up to four, like through the directional buttons. And as much as I've played this game, I have never heard this. Somebody combined four of the voice lines. And this is pretty common, I do this too to say different things, but I had never heard this combination and I'm, I swear to God, I lost it. I was about ready to like choke from laughing so hard, but he combined the voice lines of Reinhardt. If you know anything about the game, big giant German accent and his voice line says this is something to the effect of like, check out my cum. It's glittery. (laughs) Wow. I was like, I'm standing there trying to get set up for the the defense, and I'm like, well, oh my god, <laughs> I, I lost it. I absolutely lost it. Whew. Doesn't that happen to the vampires in Twilight? That is a very good question. I think you need to do the research. My wife's got those books. No, it's here it's the the glitter in the sun. Well, maybe they were outside. Oh. I think you. I know? think you die when they come in you or some <laughs> shit. I don't remember, man. That fucking story gets uncomfortably <laughs> weird, and I only know it through osmosis. Where like the werewolf guy sees the daughter of the girl he likes to be his soulmate. There's a lot of questions that I have, and none of them are <laughs> are good. All of them are like. To catch a predator type questions. Although, like you, the... like you, Wombat, my wife has all those books and have read them all too, so I'm sure she knows. Hey, at least, yes. at least, Twilight is, for all of its oddities, um, a decently written book. That can be said for the spin-off of that series that started off as fan fiction and turned into Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh Christ! Isn't there those like are bad? Those are. Those are bad books. Those are not well-written books, and they don't understand the source material at all, and I'm not talking about Twilight. I don't think anybody's uh, reading those books for the quality of the writing. Yeah. You can get better smut online for free, I am sure of it. That may be. It's just... 
Uh, uh, gross. Yeah, I've never, I've never understood. Like, there's, there's plenty of other smut to be had. But anyway, video games, not. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's really it for me in terms of stuff I've been playing. All right. Um, I'm getting ready to uh, start up Dragon Quest V, but I haven't started it up yet. So nice. Well, the two biggest games that I played this week that weren't Overwatch um, were actually games I can't tell you about, so that's always fun. I'm playing Asteragos, uh, and I'm also... I, I, I'm sure I can say this much. It feels really weird to play a Persona game on an Xbox. I'll just okay, say so that. We're going to have to roll back for a moment, because the Persona game is there. What... What was the other game called? It's called Asteragos, and actually I pronounced it incorrectly before I played it, because I'd never heard them say the word. How, how do you even spell that? I've never heard of this game. It's spelled A-S-T-E-R-I-G-O-S, and it is a third-person um, kind of action-adventure game. Oh, with the girl that's dressed in blue. Yes, with the red hair. Curse, Curse of the Stars? Yes, that's the game. I see. Okay. Oh, it's published by Tiny Build. Yes. So I am playing they had that. one of my favorite games this year. I think I can talk about it next week. I think it's out on the 11th. Uh, it's out on the 11th. Yeah. Correct. So I think I'm I can... i looking at the Steam page because I've never heard of this game. There's and a demo. Not... There's a demo on Steam you can try out. That's how, that's how I discovered it, actually. Okay, because... And I'm not, even, I'm not even criticizing the quality. The game from the screenshots looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think there's too many games. There are. There are way too many games. Like, I would have never... I forget how I got interested in this game. Um, maybe I saw, like, a screenshot or a video or something. I was like, that looks like my kind of jam. It looks like a third-person action-adventure yeah. kind of game. Art style looks like a better version of Immortals. Yeah, essentially, it, it's it's got a very like the main character has a very Immortals female build vibe to her. So, but I like the face design on it. the Immortals. <laughs> immortals face designs were all like, what flavor of shit do you want? I'm like, great. All <laughs> these people are creepy looking. Yeah, for um, real. Also looked up. Looked up, uh, I just wanted to make sure, I'm like, I think Tiny Build did Tinykin, and it's like, yes, they did, which I gave a 10, and everybody should play that game. Um, I, it's weird that they've built a franchise out of, uh, Des- Despot. Oh, yeah, I saw that was up on Game Pass this week, right? Despot's D- game? Despo- Despot's game, Dystopian Army Builder, there's, uh, Despotism 3K or whatever, that's where the one that you played where the little people fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, that weird. Because that's the same. Game. That's the same game. And then there's a third game in that series. I just can't remember what it is. It's just weird that that's a franchise now. Hey, anything can be a franchise. Um, Dadish. <laughs> exactly. Um, I did also check out the Dadish cinematic universe. There should be one. Absolutely. Um, I also did check out, I'm not reviewing it, but we did get a couple codes, so I decided to check it out, uh, was the Diofield Chronicle, which is that new strategy game mixed with RPG from Square Enix. Um, that's actually really good, and I'm kind of shocked more people aren't talking about it. I guess it's not really a genre that a lot of people are going to be talking about, 
but like the the controls are really well done uh, I like how simplified like commanding the units are uh, the units remind me a lot of like the uh, Warcraft 3 where they all like have hero abilities it's almost like an RPG in the sense that like you can do different tactics and different like attacks based on each of the characters it's not like controlling a big group of people you have specific characters and then in between the battles you go back to like this hub where it goes into a third person mode and it plays just like a normal third person kind of RPG where you walk around, talk to people, level up skills, craft items, things like that. It's actually really well done. The voice acting is really good. It looks really good. Um, of course it's a Square Enix game. So one of the first things it does in a tutorial is lets you summon Bahamut and like just obliterate the battlefield. Um, but no, I'm I'm actually shocked more people aren't talking about the game because it is it is really well done. So, um, let me see if there's any other big games I played besides those. Oh, in 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 honor of Drew, I uh, thought I would talk about Paw Patrol Grand Prix <laughs> that went up on Game Pass this week. It's actually on a scale, as you say, on a scale of Nicktoon Racers to uh, Grand P- Speed Three Grand Prix. Where does it lay? It's about in the middle. It's it's definitely one of those games. It's like, hey, you're stupid because it's aimed at kids, and like, it's like, hold the A button here to do this, and then press the Y button to get back on the track. And if you don't do it, it's like Dora. It just sits there and waits on your fucking ass to respond. It's like, are you are you gonna do it? do it it's just it 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 holds your hand way too much kids aren't this stupid just stop treating them like they are um but actually when you get into play it it, it's actually kind of fun um it controls well it's a kart racer you know you gotta you got a dalmatian with a with a fire truck and a fire hat you know you know what you got you know what this is um I did start. The real question, Ken, is: Is it better than Wacky Wheels? Nothing's better than Wacky Wheels. What are you? What are you crazy? Okay, good. Wacky Wheels was the bomb. Um, I did try out Grounded, 1.0. That game is good. That's a good game. You should check it out now. Um, really you know, well maybe done. That's maybe that's the game I've been looking for, especially coming off of Tiny Ken. Yeah, Grounded is like it is a it is a tree puncher survival game. But yeah, I'm okay with those. I, I I'm more irritated at this point with tree puncher survival games of setting. I get it. Islands deserted. We, we've we've treaded over or that ground already enough. Yeah, um, I th- I think that's what draws me into Grounded is kind of its setting and what I like about 1.0 is like I'm going to tell you this game has some incredible music. And also the story is pretty compelling. I can't believe this was like, you know, Obsidian's like side project, like side side project. Like yeah, it here's feels, the team of four or five people. <laughs> it feels so yeah. much more polished than that. And that's what happens when you get like the money and the time and you get to put it into early access and you don't have to worry about, you know, making sales because it's on Game Pass. Like... This game is really well done, so I definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, side note, because you just mentioned really good music, and I'm just I, I can't get over Tinykin and how good it was. Um, in my review, 
I wrote something that was totally just... I don't expect people to read my reviews that listen to the podcast. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I have not liked the scores, like the musical scores for Ratchet and Clank ever since they rebooted with the PS4 Ratchet and Clank game. And I was already kind of falling off in the PS3 era. Um, listen to the Tiny Kin soundtrack and tell me that wouldn't work for a fucking Ratchet and Clank game. Dude, that, that soundtrack oh, in Tiny so Kin is good. so much better than it has any right to be. Like, that was not even the thing I was thinking about when I was playing it, but every time I noticed it, I was like, God, this is so and good. And that was my only complaint I could make with the game was that, like, this music isn't hummable. It is not something that is going to get stuck in your head. But God damn, it's good music. Yeah, it really is. Like, shockingly good music. And, like, I looked up the guy's history. He hasn't he hasn't done much, like, many video game scores. I think he did, like, one other. And it's, like, super indie. So... Hey, hire him. I hope I hope Tinykin like booms that into like everybody that worked on that game deserves to make another game for sure. I'd love to see them do another platformer, hundred percent in the same style with the same character. I don't give a shit what they do, dude. If Tinykin be... two gets announced, I'm there day one. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me go through the indie games. Boy, we had a we had a weird uh, selection this week. I'll start with Moonscars. That's that's exactly what you think it is. It's it's a side scrolling. That's the really dark black and white sort of looking game, right? It's essentially pixelated Dark Souls. I think I put yeah, I played a demo of this and was horribly disappointed with how Dark Souls it was. It's extremely Dark Souls and it's like it doesn't even try to disguise it. Like it just flat out says this is Dark Souls. This is a bonfire. I see. Yeah. Um I don't know how these guys keep getting to make it, but they're Axis Football 2023. Like, there's one of these every year, and they're never very good. The only thing... Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, what type of football? But I, I'm assuming it's... Like NFL. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing this game has going for it is that every year they manage to get the guy that did... The announcing for the old 2K games, the ESPN and NFL 2K games, like he's the announcer, and that's the only hook they have because the game just, you can complain about Madden every year, your little nuances and and how it doesn't innovate. Go play this is light years behind what Madden is. I'm looking, Ken. Uh, Nearly designed stadiums. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Hold on, this trailer. Hold on, the trailer is still going, and it's showing off the new stadium. Upgraded lighting system, Ken. They're making huge strides here. That the the, the lighting system now looks like it's on a PS2. Yeah, look at the animation of the players when they hit each other. Hundreds of new tackles, Ken. Are you reading? I, <laughs> the game I played the game. Story. I played uh, the it game. It looks momentum based. It looks like um. And man, I think PS2 had more texture mapping. I play one game of Axis Football every year, and every year it's not good. So I'm just putting that out there. Um, this is a Ryan 100% game. I played Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. And this game was so Ryan that I deleted it immediately because it's totally not this my is, jam. Totally this is not. the second Pathfinder game. Yeah. 
It's it is totally like creature character Dungeons and Dragons style storytelling, like isometric turn based combat. Like this is Divinity Original Sin style game. Interesting. It's really good. I, I'll tell you that it's I'm really good. I'm curious to know if it's. So I played Pathfinder the tabletop, and uh, we have since switched to D and D five E. Pathfinder, for those that don't know, is a spinoff of D&D 3rd Edition, and leveling up is a chore, and I am curious to know if leveling up characters in this is also a chore, because there's so much to fucking do. Dude, the the menu to create my character gave me a headache, so... So, let me guess, it gave you a bunch of skill points, and it's like... Here's 23 skill points. Yeah. Figure it out. It's exactly that. And you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, so every time you level up in in Pathfinder, you have to do your standard health roll, and then you have to do all your skill points, but then your skill points is based off of, like, race and your... um, Your religion uh, and all stuff like that. Well, not your religion, your... your, uh, um, class, and then you have some feats that affect it, but then you also have, like, oh, dude, it was a headache doing it in real life. To stay true to Pathfinder, you almost need that still. The level of, of customization in Pathfinder is insane. Yeah, that, that, that holds true to the game, 100%. I'd have to set aside an hour to level up my character. That's how long it took to level up in Pathfinder. Yep. Do I want to do this? or? Uh, and then, I'm sorry, if you play as a spellcaster and you now have new spells you can get, have fun. Yeah, I don't I don't have time for that shit. I got too much Overwatch. No, but to nobody's play. got time for that. <laughs> play 5e. Uh, the next game is called Tip Top Don't Fall. Um... I'm trying to think of the name of the game. It was on Switch. It was a co-op game where, like, you use your left and right hand. You were the little ball. My son and I played the shit out of this game. What the hell was it called? Um, but this game is very much kind of in that same vein where you use the left and right triggers as a hand. And each hand... No, not snipper clips. It was... Um, fuck. You're going to drive me crazy now because I can't think of the name of this game. Heave Ho. That is the game I'm trying to think of. Heave Ho. Um, you use the left and right triggers to like grab with the hand. And then you move the hand with the analog stick when you let go. So like that's how the control works. And in Tip Top Don't Fall, you are rock climbing. And you're using your hands to do that. In, the, in this one, you can hold both and, and hold down the A button to kind of jump up. A ledge as long as you can manage to grab it's fine the controls aren't as precise as you need them to be like heave ho perfected that so <laughs> the next game uh uh is weed craft inc and it is exactly what you think it is it is a management sim where you're building a weed uh repository out of your basement so you and your brother build a weed repository and start a business selling weed. And it's, it's full on like 
you got to go into the menus and, and like change prices of things and invest in like what kind of care you want to take care of the weed. Like it is all 100% that it's crazy. Uh, the next game I played is called Carl C A R L, you know, an acronym. I forget something, something robot, something. I don't remember. It's a side scrolling platformer. It's perfectly fine. Nothing special about it. Um, World of Outlaws Dirt Racing, Funny Car Racing, you know what it is, plays well. One Hell of a Ride is a game that I was hoping would be better. Think of it of like a full auto. I know I'm really reaching into the back of the the 360 launch uh, bag there, but if you remember full, full auto was a racing game where you had like machine guns on the top of your car and you could shoot other players. It's that, it feels like a mobile game. Uh, the controls are not great, and it doesn't look all that good. It's a cool idea, just didn't just didn't pan out. And then I have to say, um, if somebody can play the Taps music, because I've officially played my last what match of Overwatch last night. <laughs> it's it's over. If I had a kazoo, it would sound actually better. Dude, you totally need to get a kazoo. For the show, I I will I will go to the local dollar store <laughs> and see if I can find a kazoo. Yeah, I I I, I knew yesterday was going to be my last day playing because I'm I, I watch football on Sunday, so I don't play <clears throat> games during the fall uh, on Sundays. And I had my last match last night. That's it. I will never play the game that I spent six years playing. You you know who has this week off? Me. You know who's probably going to try the Overwatch sequel? Dude, if you don't play with us, I'm totally going to be upset with you because we all played um, together and it was super I'm fun. Gonna, I'm going to... Okay, look. One, don't like multiplayer games in general. And two, fucking... I've been falling asleep. What the fuck was I going to do? Also, I think I was out the night that uh, you guys all played together. I was at a baseball game. Well, that's fine. Where I didn't... See the 61st home run because they kept fucking. Oh, just. Mm. Well, I um, want. Just me, me uh, complaining about Toronto sucking an egg on both fronts. Everybody. Everybody had a good time and they're all. Like, they had all stopped playing for a very long time. And when we all played together, they got interested and we're all going to play two together. So you've got to play. I'm going to give. A couple matches to two at, with randos, just to see if I'm even feeling the game before I promise you anything. Okay, well, you know, we had a ball. Because if I'm not feeling it, it's just going to be one of those, like, man, I, I just don't Anthony, enjoyment out of the movement. if you joined us, it would be a perfect five stack. Let me figure out the characters first. Okay, well, you... Quick. You might let me let me tell you this. You might want to join with us, or at least with me, because remember, you don't get access to them. Oh, I'm even talking the original characters. Yeah, you don't get access to those if you've never played the game. What? Yeah. Oh, you need to play one to get the. You you need to have had um, the original game. You need to have played it to unlock all the heroes. Otherwise. You only get access to them if you group up with somebody who has them. 
Um, man, I don't know. But I'll just I'll just go with the flow for the first little bit to see what the fuck okay I'm even getting into. Well, you know you can always um, reach out to me because pay because like I've played my time in TF2, you know, and I just don't know if I'm interested in going back to a game like that. I realize there's differences. I understand that, but the 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 skeleton of TF2. And whatever TF2 is now are two different things, as is the skeleton of TF2 and Overwatch are different things. But, um, you know, I liked pushing payloads in TF2. Oh man, Maybe. payload pushing has never been better than it is in Overwatch. I don't know about that, but because uh, I haven't played it. But I will, uh, I'll see. All right. No, I'm. I, if you can't tell, I'm super excited. Tuesday is the day, and that'll roll us right into new releases. Uh, Tuesday, Overwatch Two is finally out. Um, we've also got Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo, uh, Dakar Desert Rally, Falling Out. I'm excited about that Vertigo game. I am horribly nervous about that Vertigo game. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Isn't it on Game Pass? Didn't I see somewhere? I think so. I don't know. I thought that game was supposed to come out earlier this year and then got delayed. Hmm. So. I think it's on Game Pass, so I think you'll be able to try it out without any investment. Um, Dragon Prana, whatever that is. Uh, LOL, Surprise, BB's Born to Travel. That's a name for a video game. Uh, That's based off the toy line. Okay. Um, there, I only know about it because my cousin's daughter liked those things, and I'm not sure really if it's like the dolls that yeah, come in c- them. Coming up with a lot of justifications here is what I'm hearing. Uh, it was this. Okay, so they bought her this giant piece of plastic. I don't remember if it was egg shaped or not. Maybe it was just a sphere. And the whole goal of it was to, you unwrap like a level, and then there's like a sticker or something, and then you unwrap more. Pl- Dude, the amount of plastic waste that came off this fucking toy was absurd. And then I think there was like a little toy in the middle of it too. So I don't know how you turn that into a game, but all right. Um. Also, this week, we've got Drew's next favorite game, uh, My Friend Peppa Pig, the Complete Edition, and PJ Masks' Heroes of the Night, Complete Edition. Oh, both of those sound like they'll be right up Drew's alley. That's right, man. It's playing them hot new games. Uh, PlayStation 5 is exactly the same. Um, so I looked up Dragon Prana, which I'm assuming is spelled P-R-A-N-A. That's the one. It looks like... It's so it was a mobile game beforehand, and it looks like it's like a pretty in-depth RPG, like but like a classic style RPG with like a skill tree and stuff. But it's one of those Chemco games, so you know. Yeah, that mileage may vary. Yeah, I don't I don't trust Chemco RPGs. Uh, PS4 and Xbox One. I'm gonna apologize. the The PS4 is all the same except for one game, and I read it wrong. I read it 
So the game is called Yum Yum Cookstar. Can you guess how I misread it? I uh, know. I read it as Yum Yum Cockstar. Oh, oh. Well, that's not the way I was seeing it. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna. <laughs> we were all in that same general vicinity. I am sure. <laughs> Oh, Xbox. I definitely thought one of those Y's were C's. Yeah. Um, Xbox One is also this. Like, literally, the same games are coming out on everything this week. Xbox is also getting Paper Flight Super Speed Dash. So, super exciting there. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Of course, it's two pages because it's the fucking Nintendo Switch. Uh, we've got Dino. It's the motherfucking Nintendo Switch. Can you, can you send me this list, Ken? Like, what? Where do you view this list? Uh, I'm on GameFAQs. Okay, give me a second. GameFAQs. I'm just curious because I want to see this list, so I don't have to keep asking you for. Yes, if you um, if you click on Switch at the top um, and scroll down, you'll see new releases, and then I click into more. Upcom- the upcoming. Yeah, the upcoming releases. Yep, and I set it to North America. Um, and Switch always makes me click in because the there's always so many that it, I have to click into the page. Oh, North America. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Nintendo Switch, this week we got Dino Gachi, Hazelnut Hex, Mission 1985, Snug Finder, More Fun, uh, Caddish, Guardian. Is that like, is that like Daddish only with a cat radish? But it's spelled K with a K. Oh. Um, Guardian Tales. Is this a remaster? Give me me a second, I will find out. Um... Because Guardian Tales was on the PS1, correct? No, not this one, apparently. Okay, so it's not the same, like the Goofy Bunny Rabbit game from the PS1? Uh, This is a... It looks like it came out in 2020 originally. Okay. It looks like it's... I will say this, the pixel art on it reminds me a bit of um, the Minish Cap, where it was like really well done, but sort of almost faux 3D cartoony look. Um, Guardian Tales, A Link to Classic Adventure, which I'm sure is... Zelda. Zelda. Um, Begin your adventure in Canterbury, a world in turmoil from the invaders attack, uh, puzzle solving gameplay... Lift heavy boulders, throw explosive bombs, and sling yourself across obstacles to find hidden pathways to amazing treasures. I got uh, strategic, strategic action combat. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge your way. That was two dodges. Uh, your way to victory against powerful foes and massive bosses. Challenging dungeons. Here's where it gets weird because I was looking at the the screenshots. Intense PvP and rankings. Okay. Uh, lots of fifty heroes and a hundred different weapons. Create a guild with friends. Customize your floating castle. Tribute parodies. Do you like Easter eggs? There are a ton of in-game Easter eggs. Challenge yourself to discover them all. Stories, missions, quests, events, rewards, and so much more. It's it's a free-to-play game. Gotcha. And by the way, the game so, I was thinking of on PS1 was Guardian's Crusade. I never heard of that. It was made by Tamsoft, the makers of Battle Arena Ta- Toshinden. Tamsoft. Whatever happened to Tamsoft? Uh, there's actually a went out of there's actually business. a Matt McMuscles video about Toshinden. I think that explains what happens to them. Okay, so I'm looking. I looked up Caddish. It looks like um, Baba is you, but a side scroller platform puzzler thing. 
the only reason why I say it looks like it, it's not the same people. Um, but I looked it up because, or looked at it and said that because it's like got that weird like vague shapes. Like, oh, this kind of looks like a cat. Gotcha. It's clearly supposed to be a cat, but it doesn't really look like a cat. All right, moving um, on. We got Alfred Hitchcock, Vertigo, Pharaoh Slug, Let's Sing ABBA, uh, Mutant Muds Collection. I didn't know that. I, sorry, I didn't know that was a thing still, Let's Sing. Clearly, but it's apparently only on the Switch. So. Huh. Uh, right. Zeo Drifter. Again, yum yum yeah, cockstar. Can, can I just uh, say, don't don't buy Mutant Muds Collection or Zeo Drifter. Uh, that dev has taken money to recreate um, Chicken Wiggle, and then they, he decided to call it Hatch Tales Chicken for Switch Wiggle. two or three years ago, and has done everything but that game. I love uh, that name though. Chicken Wiggle screwing. is a great name. Yeah, and then he changed it to Hatch Tales. Like why? Chicken Wiggle is a fantastic game. It has you're literally playing as a small chicken with a, a worm in his backpack. That that is fucking amazing. And yeah, he just he's taken money and he's done a bunch of other shit in the meantime, and not done that game. So don't don't support him. Uh, I bought the Atui collection for 3DS, and apparently Chicken Wiggle in that game, like in that collection, has a bug in it, and it's never been fixed. And it's not in the original version either. So, good job. Bus Driving Simulator 22, Tribe Explorer, Billiard Classic 8-Ball Pool, Brick Breaker Ball Shooter. Boy, I read this one wrong too, and I apologize. Clockmaker My Clock, version digital with timer. Uh, Cosmo Players, Saijin the Cyborg Ninja, Falling Out, dude, I can't pronounce this, Isekai... Isekai. Isekai Bride Hunting. Um, the only reason why I know what... Uh, why did I search this? Uh, isekai means, like, um, another world. Like, the character is taken out of uh, one world and put in another. Oh god, it's furry. Furry shit. It's a bride <gasps> hunting game. What did you expect? Yeah, but it's also furries. Uh, th- and I'm not shitting on furries, but that's a very specific audience combination there. Uh, Jewel Diamonds, Josh Journey, Darkness Totems, Maze Blaze, Memory, the original matching game from Ravensburger, Near Automata, the end of Yorha edition, Yay. Su- Super Jagger Bomb, Wizorb, Europa. Wizorb? Wizorb's Wizorb. pretty good. If it's the same game that was on Steam, it's a brick breaker. But, like, looks like an old NES game. Okay. It's got like a Zelda Zelda aesthetic. It's a really good game. Glad it's still around. Uh, A Frog's Job? (laughs) Uh, Chaos Chaos Child, Chaos Head Noah, Chaos Head Noah, Chaos Child Double Pack, Endless Memories... Uh, Drew's favorite games, Peppa Pig, LOL, and PJ Masks. We got No Man's Sky finally making it to the Switch this week. Proteus, Splatter, Zombie Apocalypse Now. Tycho Proteus Na- is the first person shooter? Yes, that's on Game Pass. You should play that game. It's awesome. 
Um, Taiko Natsu no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival and Ultra Mega Extra Party Challenge. Say that three times fast. Hold on, you forgot there. Uh, what I missed? On Saturday, Lawnmower Mortal Race. Ooh, boy. Lawnmower Mortal Race. I mean, racing a lawnmower is a mortal endeavor. It. Wow, this is some shit. <laughs> so bad looking. I mean, I don't know Lawnmower what you Lawnmower Game Saga continues. Try to finish different tracks below the target time. Sure. Yeah. Let's do news. Also, Ultra Mega Party... Ultra Mega Extra Party Challenge looks like a bad WarioWare clone. I mean, there's probably hundreds of those out there. Alright. News. We've got our free games for the month. Well, some of them, because PlayStation's like, fuck it, we ain't gonna tell you what premium and extra get you this month. Uh, but we do have the PlayStation Plus Essential Games. Uh, those include Super Hot, Injustice 2, and Hot Wheels Unleashed. Another banger month for PlayStation free games. On the flip side of that coin, we have the Games with Gold, which is the first month without Xbox 360 games, and Microsoft decided to just blow it out, man. Go whole hog and give us Windbound and Bomber Crew. Get rid of games with gold. Now. Yeah, it's a, that's a wet fart of a... Dude, it's terrible. That's two games. And I'm not saying they're bad games. They're both okay. Uh, but... Uh, um, that That is just a horror... Like, you take less of a PR hit by giving nothing. Truly. Nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Just disappointing I don't, that there's literally like when your when your competition mediocrity. is killing it every month, it makes it look even worse. Like you can't deny that Hot Wheels, Injustice Two, and Super Hot that is a fucking great collection of free games. Super hot, super hot. Yeah, not that game in VR is tremendous. This is that not, might be one of the best VR games. This is not the VR version though, unfortunately. No, I know. But you're right. Um, also, why is Sony not giving us the premium and the essential, or the extra games? It's October. Uh, we should have our games, right? Jim Ryan is currently busy crying. Okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll transition into that. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just making a note that we can come back to that later, that he is publicly making an ass out of himself. Yeah. I actually have that new story, and I have to steal a joke from somebody on Twitter that I follow. Uh, his name is Electric no, no, DC. It's, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, just take credit for it yourself. No, no, I like this guy. He's, like a, he's a good guy. Twitter. He's a good guy. His joke was: Jim is now. Jim went to Brussels. Jim Ryan flew to Brussels to complain about the Activision Blizzard merger with with Xbox, and his tweet was: "This is Jim Ryan's actually Brussels pouts." <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's funny. Not bad. It's it's a bad pun, but I'm I, that's a pretty smart pun at the same time. Yeah. I, I go, s- ugh. But, this guy, mm. man. What the... Uh, like, if you... So, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 
No, no, keep keep going because I'm gonna break flow and go back to some of the games we were talking about in that coming out. I was stuff, just, but... I was just gonna say, like, man, for a dude, this dude is like, he he just wants you to hate him, and he's very good at making that case. I just don't get it. I just don't. I get it. I understand that, like, well, you know, if it works in our favor, we're going to do it. And then if it doesn't work in our favor, we're going to bitch about it. I understand that. But, like, you know, Microsoft had a better response when um, the whole video game, like, trading video games thing came out. How do you share video games? Microsoft just didn't say anything. Uh, it's just one of those, like, what a whiny bitch that's in charge of your company. I just can't imagine other, I can't imagine other, like, companies of other mediums, like movies and music, coming out and whining like Jim Ryan does. I, I just don't, I, I've been told to vamp. If you are tired of my voice already, I've been told to vamp. I'm just breaking character now. Um... Ken is indisposed currently, and I don't care about calling him out or not. Uh, so here we are, just talking by myself. Brian's here, but he's not saying anything. I am also here. I was on mute. I apologize. It's okay. So I can assist you with vamping. Um, I have... Quick, jazz hands. Nanobots, uh, which allow me to vamp. You don't have to vamp anymore. And also allow me it's to dance on water. It's because yeah, it's say, too late now, Ken. It, it's, it's too late. I'm, say, I'm on the I'm on the roll. Is he is he is he is he named Vamp because he's a vampire? No, it's because he's bisexual. Oh that's God, a real we're doing line. The, we're doing the Metal Gear Solid I, Two shit. Okay. Oh, that's a real line. Okay, so um, he dances on the water. What a vamp on the water. Did you know that war is bad? Now excuse me while this man runs across water and sucks blood from people. <laughs> but he's not an actual vampire. No, no, no. Guys, no be no, serious. No. Yeah, that'd be stupid. <laughs> um, Yeah, I just can't imagine. I, I, while you're away, Ken, I just said I can't imagine um, any other medium where the CEO of a company would come out and cry about the competition like this. While he's doing the um, same thing himself and, and securing exclusives for his platform, which I totally understand. Yes, I, I, but like, imagine Universal Music coming out and crying about Warner Brothers this way. Uh, so I think this stuff, this kind of stuff does happen a lot more than we know. It just happens level? behind the scenes. Yeah. Not a, that's what I was just getting ready to say. Not at a public level. Sure, sure. Um, it, it, there's, I mean, almost no, you know, I, I, so I've mentioned on here before I work in consumer finance. I know for a fact that competitors in that space tell on each other <laughs> to regulators and whoever else will listen because that's kind of what they do, right? That's, that's what corporations do is they try to find any advantage they can. And sometimes that advantage means, uh, you know, trying to sell your competitors out. Um, but how many? But uh, are I think this pathetic. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, the 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 hypocrisy is the thing. But I think, um, genuinely, this happens all over the place. We just don't hear about it. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, so I, I again, I, I mentioned before, I'm I'm not generally a fan of these big mergers and acquisitions anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I'm not actually a fan of one platform controlling something like Activision Blizzard. But at the same time, I will freely admit that the Jim Ryan stuff is pathetic and very hypocritical from them. And, but and I, you know what, you're right. I don't. Is, will it benefit me as a consumer potentially? Yes. Could it absolutely fuck me too? For one hundred percent, the acquisition going through. Um, but to yeah, rally I... the troops online because that's what this is. Yeah, it's Jim the Ryan's people doing all this him. shit. Yeah. To, yeah, that's it's pathetic. To have people complain because otherwise this would be held like any other, you know behind the scenes thing would we hear rumblings of it i'm sure we would someone would say something and the people in the know i hate to point us out but like the people that are interested in that would would know about it um but it wouldn't be a public event the way this has been especially yeah when he's doing this shit himself but like yeah the hop the hypocrisy is bad but it's just the 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 groveling nature of it all that just really puts the bad taste in my mouth because I know companies are going to be hypocritical. That's just how companies are. That's how this whole thing works. That's how business works. You know, you're saying like they tattle on each other. Yeah. While they do the same thing, right? Oh yeah. How much can we, how much do we hide it better than our competition? Um, I am, willing to accept the hypocrisy i mean everybody's a bit of a hypocrite at times i definitely am so i'm not going to call that out when it's just the more of the jesus christ you're a ceo that pay that's paid way too much money to go and cry publicly to rally the troops like i'm sorry but like sony lover 17 on twitter's opinion means fuck all like you know you're building this toxic fan base and then you know years later oh you know we we, uh, are against the toxic fan base that is using our platform guy you made it yeah it's kind of your it's kind of your fault (laughs) you know like microsoft allowed that shit for too long too oh yeah it was terrible yeah so it's it's just one of those like just the whole thing is just so sad (laughs) <laughs> just depressing of like oh stop it um i do in, in positive news i looked up some of those games that are coming out on switch most of them look bad yeah um but i do want to point out a couple uh falling out is a 2d roguelite but it says it's accessible which tells me that it's probably on the very light light end of things the graphics on it are great it kind of reminds me of like spelunky but it it looks great. Um, you can uh, do co-op in it. Co-op versus or single player. Um, it looks really, really well done. Um, so I wanted to point that out. That's coming out this week. Uh, Josh Journey doesn't have the greatest graphics ever, but it's a beat-em-up. A four-player beat-em-up with like, skill trees and stuff. Which is not something I would expect from an independent dev. Um, especially with all the big beat-em-ups coming out as of late but uh neat 
And then Endless Memories is what I'm assuming they want to, they just don't want to say Metroidvania. A vast handcrafted non-linear dream world to explore and get lost. That's a, that's a Metroidvania. Yeah. Uh, looks like a bit like a more uh, cartoony Castlevania. By that I mean like it, the character has a little bit more of a soft look. Almost looks like a um, Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics character. Um, but the art Rick is really good in that too. Uh, that looks like it's uh, probably a really good time. So I've scowled, or scowled, I've scoured the, uh, the switch releases and I'd have some decent recommendations potentially to actually take a look at instead of looking at all of them. Perfect. I'll try to do this ahead of time. So you don't have to go through the list of game, all the games that are coming out because half of them are shit. Oh, I know half of them are shit. I look at the eShop at least once a week. Oh my god, it's 90% shit. <laughs> Alright, um, to continue with the Sony news, um, boy, it just keeps getting better and better. So the PlayStation Stars that was shown off in that PlayStation Showcase recently where it's like the rewards program where you can, for some reason, earn digital trophies or something. So a story came out this week, and I'm sure this is going to get debunked. This can't be real. But apparently, top-tier members of their STARS program will get customer support priority. Yeah, that's really not much different than something like an airline, though. Because um, if, I, if I'm, I, I at one point in my life traveled a decent amount for work and was a Delta Sky Miles member, and you get escalated customer support that way. It's still a bad look, though, when nobody else does it in this business. Yeah, nobody else does it in this industry, that's true. But uh, I, a... I, I actually don't have much trouble with the people who spend the most money on your stuff get the better service priority. Um, I think that's relatively standard outside of this industry. Again, if I'm a Hilton, so I was a Hilton Honors member at, at one point, Fancy. and you yeah, get... I was going to say, watch them watch drop names. <laughs> I get uh, it, you have to travel, get, uh, it happens. You get, uh, my point is you get, you get perks for spending more money with a business, right? <laughs> so I, joke I, I this, make. this feels like a, um, I don't know, this, this, this feels like a, uh, you guys have seen the, the, um, that bitch over there eating crackers like she owns the place meme. Yeah. Uh, that's what this feels like to me. Uh, this feels like there's a lot of bad shit coming out of Sony, and so this comes out and everybody makes a bigger deal out of it than it actually is. Yeah. Because um, really, like I said, the, this is relatively standard in a lot of other industries to give priority support to the folks who spend the most money with you. I I understand that logic, right? You don't... Because if anyone that's worked in any sort of customer service has met that person that goes... I will never come back here ever again and makes a big fuss and it's like their first time entering the store and they came in just to take advantage of like a pricing error or something and now they're fighting tooth and nail. Um, I get it. I, I get that logic. My issue is, is that this arbitrary reward system thing is going to be the, you know, the, the thing that gets you like, I still don't know how this works. This weird playstation stars thing so i don't think anybody really has a great sense of how it works yet i have a feeling this is this is somebody seeing like oh what if it's this and saying it because they think it's true i um i will say this 
I have had terrible customer service in the past with Sony. When they switched to Twitter, um, I found it much easier to deal with them. They still had their live client on their website. Um, but I, I found them much better. Uh, and if it's a switch back to like how they worked previously, I, it's going to be a bad time regardless of how much money you spend. And as someone that spent a lot of money during the PS3 and PS4 era on Sony products, um, if I were to upgrade to a PS5, does that say anything to them? Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just this weird, like, where are they saying, okay, now it matters. I don't know. This whole, this whole generation, and I'm not even just shitting on Sony here, is just like this nightmare scenario of like, this is where the hobby dies, guys. Um, to continue the PlayStation news, PS5 is getting an upgraded uh, slash cheaper chip, so it'll be cheaper to make the console going forward. Don't expect the price drop be, though. Yeah, as I say, but it'll still be fifty dollars more in Canada. Well, it'll be fifty dollars more everywhere in the world except for the United States. Yeah, they can get fucked. Like that's also horseshit. We can make the consoles cheaper, but we're gonna charge more. Yeah, uh-huh. that's still like that to me has got to be the biggest like bad news Sony could have had this year is raising the price of your console during a recession during inflation. Like that is a terrible look. Uh, well, I'm waiting for a redesign anyways, because uh, I still think it's one of the worst looking consoles ever. It's pretty bad looking. That's why I got black side pieces for mine, so it kind of hides how bad it looks. I I know people joked about the Xbox uh, Series X, but to me, I'm like, I much prefer the black monolith from uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey than whatever the fucking blooming lotus design the playstation 5 is yeah it looks much better in in like your entertainment center although it's a giant pain in the ass to put in your entertainment center if you want to stand it up so like the playstation 5 looks like it should sit in the center of a table (laughs) over dinner or like you walk in and it it also looks like it should spread fragrance out of it Yeah, it's a Febreze. Looks like a, a giant Glade plug-in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final Sony news is actually good news. Sackboy, a big adventure, is coming to PC on October 27th. I like Sackboy. It's so. the character of the game, all of it. I really wish I liked Little Big Planet more. Yeah. Bring more games like, to Sackboy's PC, you know. Bring, bring more, P- more, more PlayStation games to PC. It's a good thing. All right. Uh, Titanfall is making a return. You want to guess how? As a thing, as a mode in Apex. Congratulations! They're bringing Titanfall oh, maps geez. to Apex Legends. Yeah. Uh, here's some cool news. In the year of delays, we're getting a game moved up a week, and it is the very squishy Scorn. So you I mean, they've to... been working on it for like five years. Well, you get to play it a week early. So, uh, I've heard things about that game. None of them are like super negative. A lot of them are like, "This is very weird." Like it, game design wise, not even the art design. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. It's it's a lot of puzzle. Like there's hardly any yeah. combat. Which is probably fine because I want to actually look at the environments they made rather than like blasting through it at high speeds with guns. Yeah. Well, it's on Game Pass, so. 
You have to check it out. I'll be playing it if it plays on Xbox One, a Series One, or a fucking Jesus Christ, the naming convention. They got me. The Xbox One. I um, think it is. I don't remember. I don't know anymore. If not, maybe you can stream it from the cloud. Oh. Am I transitioning? No, not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Not Not yet. yet. Not yet. He hasn't got the meds yet. (laughs) Uh, The EA... He hasn't got the hormones yet to transition. The EA Koei Tecmo game was uh, showed this week. It was called Wild Hearts. It's out on February 17th. And that is Monster Hunter. Holy shit. It looks awesome. I hope it plays well because it looks awesome, and the the box stuff where you can do the different inventions and everything looks really cool. Yeah, it's a cool looking game. It's totally not my my jam, but it looks cool. Koei Tecmo is really good at taking other people's ideas and doing something weird with them. But isn't that their second Monster Hunter game? Yeah, the first one was Tukiden. Is that how you say it? Tukiden. I don't know. Yeah, they they made two of them. Ever read it? They made two of those games. I so. thought there was three of them. Is there three? Maybe there is three. I think there's. I think there's the original, and then the remake of the original, and then two. Okay. Those yeah, were the first game. I think was a Vita game, and then it was like, oh, sorry, it was a PlayStation Portable and Vita game, and then it was Kiwami, which was a portable, a Vita, a PlayStation Four, and Windows game. So the the Kiwami was the remake, and then they did. The second game. Um, why is it not here? But I thought it was just two Keaton two. I thought so too, but I don't see. A... Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Interesting. Yeah, two Ke- two Keaton two. Oh, I see, because it was developed by Omega Force. The first one wasn't. Was okay. Weird. Omega Boost. <laughs> Bloody, Bloody Raw. <laughs> X Files. Metal Gear oh, Solid. Tekken three. Okay. Uh, winning 11 is still the f- most forced line in that whole thing oh such a weird band such a weird song um unfortunately not everything gets to make it out on time skull and bones was delayed till march the six people that care about skull and bones uh, hey one of them's on the show yeah one of them's on the show so yeah uh okay so it probably won't come up in the news but apparently let it die is back yeah it's uh called death verse or something uh and all i can think about is let it die is a pretty accurate name for all these types of games yeah let it die let it die is you should let it die what if you Uh, what if you could punch a tree with a ship If the, it listen, if the ship grew arm like muscle, muscular arms and legs, and kind of looked like something from, um, uh, oh my god, what's uh, what's that team's name? Um, oh, you're talking about the guys Ace team, that, Ace team, yeah, yeah. If it looked like something from Ace team, I'd play the shit out of that game. You know what? I would Are too. You, right? Yeah. You'd be like, ah, oh, man, I don't know, like. It's weird that I think my ship can like punch trees, and then you'd be like, "Yeah, but your ship can fucking punch has, trees." It has, yeah, and it has arms and legs, and looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was bad. I was gonna <laughs> go was. with Popeye, but ah. yeah. Popeye the sailing boat. That's right. Let's do this. 
Uh, according to reports, Lucasfilm is looking to get into a cadence to have two Star Wars games per year. So that's one every six months. Could we not? I mean, we could, but that's not going to happen. Because, like, does that include mobile stuff? I'd assume it's just a Star Wars game in general. So, like, Rebels could be one game and then Force Un- or not Force Unleashed, oh my god. Um, Fallen Order 2 could be another Try one. to fill two games a year and just let shit come out when it comes out. Yeah, that's the way it should be. But, you know, these companies, their business, they gotta have cadence, they gotta have quarterly reports. Um, talking about acquisitions, uh, I know nobody's for them, but, uh, the Saudi Arabia Savvy Games Group is looking to invest $37 billion into acquiring video game publishers and including $13 billion to acquire a leading game publisher. Any guesses as to who that would be? I've heard two names come up. One of them seems, unfortunately, realistic. Yeah. The other one says no. Um, I've heard Capcom. That would be tough, but I could see it. It would be tough, but that's a possible one. The other one's Embracer, and I just can't see Embracer being bought out like that. Well, I can tell you it's not EA, Ryan, because EA's, um, what is it? Their, their net worth is like $37 billion, so it would have to be above that. So $13 billion won't that's cover. what they want you to think. <laughs> I think that's public knowledge. <laughs> I you know what I think it's Embracer I, I know you don't think they'll get bought but the Saudis you know they can buy it they can I also saw not chop the heads off of journalists I'm just saying yeah like, that's a good way to make listen I understand that like we have to make we all make these like little caveats in our head of like who we find it okay to um, buy from right like Ubisoft has lots of a problems. lot of problems uh, EA had lots of problems I don't hear as many horror stories out of their working conditions anymore um, I think Ubisoft has kind of stolen all that from them and uh, you know Nintendo recently had someone come out which doesn't happen too often but hey the Saudis story. also invest in Nintendo just FYI the, yes but unfortunately like anyone that invests in these companies is probably going to be shitty. Like, I understand that. It's it's how much control they have mm-hmm. over a scenario. And when they own the majority stake in something, you know, now, I'm, now it's not so much of a... Well, unfortunately, they, like any other group... Like, any other person could buy stock in that company... You know, like, that's unfortunately the world of stocks. But when you have majority control... It's not a stock, it's an investment that they have in Nintendo. Mm. That's what it is. Because they have it in Nintendo, and they also have it in... They own SNK, I think. They own SNK, which is why I won't buy anything from SNK. Because I know it sounds weird, but it's like... I don't buy a lot of Activision games, so I didn't really have to worry about buying anything from Activision. So I wasn't going to... You know, when all those stories came out, it was like, well, I don't buy anything from this company already. Um, You know, I don't buy anything from Nestle because the CEO said water is not an essential need. So I don't know how I can overcome that fact of somebody saying something so clearly malicious or stupid 
um, but we know it's malicious. Uh, so they can sell you bottles of water. Uh, but, but but straight up murder is kind of like a good easy line to draw uh, for me. You would think, but WWE should have drawn it a long time ago. Yeah, but that's sure because uh, that's because Vince McMahon is uh, not a good person. Well, Vince McMahon's not there anymore, and there's still this the Saudi deal still goes on. So oh, fun. Well, is Vince McMahon really gone? I'm gonna ask that question now because I just I don't I legitimately am just curious. Or is he just puppeting yes, shit behind the but, scenes? Uh, I, I believe he's genuinely gone, but keep in mind, the people that are in charge now are his daughter and the CEO that he handpicked and the head of creative is his son-in-law. So, huh. um, yeah, it's, you know, probably not that much different. Him being not there anymore is probably a distinction without a difference. Yeah. Especially since there are mm-hmm. other folks that uh, he worked closely with that are still there too, so. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's one of those, like, I get it, we all have to, and I'm not saying other people have to make the same decision as me, far from it, but uh, it'll be an easy, it'll be a pretty easy, well, that's a shame, I like these games, but I won't be taking part in them. Um, no, that's yeah. fair. Absolutely. Uh, trying to think where to go next. Certain Affinity is currently working on a new part of Halo Infinite uh, that has never been in a Halo game. Uh, sorry, it's sir, a battle royale. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Certain Affinity? Oh, they're a very good company. They've made a lot of things. Oh, other ex Bungie employees. Okay, <laughs> curious yeah. that they're back on Halo. Is that because three? <laughs> 343 three, three is... is incompetent half the time? Yeah. Feels that wow. way, anyway. They've worked on Halo, uh, Call of Duty, World of Tanks. Thank yeah, they've done a few. A friend. Oh, god damn it. Anyway. Okay, um... so, so, so that is a... Everybody has to go and watch the recent um, uh, Internet Historian. His ad is for World of Tanks, and the puns are terrible, and he's like, I'm... I'm I think he says, I'm legally obligated to say thank you for being a friend. Christ. Imagine World Imagine World War Two, but with tanks. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm moving uh, on. By the way, just I'm looking at all their projects. Holy shit. Hogwarts Legacy, Halo Infinite, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, Crackdown 3. These guys have touched everything. Mafia 3, Doom 2016. This is a studio that once they're done with this Halo contract, people feel like Microsoft should snatch them up because if they don't, somebody will. All right. Um, your favorite game continues to make uh, news. Apparently, a game called Silent Hill: The Short Message was rated in Korea. Okay. I, listen, I have no issue. My issue is that like, it's probably not going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I'm there with you, but... You know, like, I mean, think about all the post-team Silent Silent Hill games. There you go. I liked the one that the collective Downport. made. Uh, oh no, that is, is that the, that's Shattered Memories? I don't remember which one it is. The same Was team it the that one did without Buffy. no combat? 
Was it the one without combat? I thought it was the one with combat because the collective made it, right? Hold on, hold on. The collective. They made uh, Buffy. They made, um, oh, shit. What was that other game they I'm made? Looking, I'm looking, really I'm good. looking. Uh, they made Silent Hill Homecoming. Homecoming. That's the one. Okay. They're like fine. That, that, it, it's it's yeah. it's they're, they're they're fine. My issue is that like none of them are like great. No, let's be fair. No Silent Hill game has been as good as Silent Hill Two since Silent Hill Two. Let's just and, put that out there. And you okay? So as someone that's like dot like dove into the Silent Hill lore and have watched a ton of videos on it, and I'm still interested in in playing them. Just stay with me here. Um. Silent Hill 1 is a fascinating, like, oh my god, I don't know how they pulled this off. Um, 2 does something completely different with, like, no staff. One guy does all the CG work by himself. It seems impossible. They do something really smart. 3 returns back to 1. Like, 1's sort of lore and stuff. Four is a weird experiment. I've heard people don't like it, but I think the experimental idea of it is neat. Yeah. Then you have, like, what? Origins that misses the point. Homecoming, which is fine. Downpour, which is fine. Um, Remember the, the Vita game? Yeah, I was going to say the game from Way Forward that no one seems to like because it's really not Silent Hill. Um, and it's just like, and then there's there's another one, too, that I don't remember. People like, seem to really like the 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 Wii one. That's Shattered Memories. Yeah, and people like, really Shattered like Memories that one. is is because it's it's weird and experimental as well. But it's just like so we either go back to you either go back to like the original Silent Hill sort of stuff where it's a lot of witches and uh, occult and weird stuff like that, or. And, and honestly, like, every time they seem to touch that story, they seem to not do a very good job. Or they go into the, this is your inner psyche that's coming out in the town. And none of them are as good as Silent Hill 2 because Silent Hill 2 doesn't tell you that. Until, like, the very end of the game. And everybody knows about it now. But that's, like, there's a there's an art to it. And, like... I don't know which one is the Bloober Team game, but, like, I just don't think Bloober Team makes very good games either. So, like, we're taking, like, a series that really hasn't done all that well since the original team left. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just not not well, right? And then we're handing it to a team that just doesn't seem to make amazing games, and we're just going to put those two together. Now, I, know, I think there was two in development, so I don't know if this is that one. Or not? This is this is not that one, and also something a lot of people overlook about Bloober Team, they don't handle mental health very well in their games. Oh, and really? Silent, and Silent Hill is very much a mental health kind of game. So, well, Silent Hill Two. Yeah, Silent Hill Two, which is the one that, everybody right everybody thinks it, but like yeah, so. Something Which that, is the rumor? The rumor. Well, the, the big thing it. is that the rumor is that Bloober is remaking two. So yeah, um, there you go. Two is like a. I've watched more than enough people talk about that game. The fact that everybody has something in an interesting like take on it 
when there's so like actually like there's so little to that game when you start breaking down like on a code idea Mm -hmm. um it's fascinating and honestly like it's a game that should probably stay as what it is um i know that's really weird to come from the guy that says like games should be preserved which i agree with um but like when you have it, it this is this is the this is a way i feel about a lot of stuff including video games and music when you have access to so much it it's hard to i think things get muddled um you know access to all the music on your phone or any video game, like if you've downloaded a bunch of ROMs and emulators ever, generally don't play those games all the way through. It it muddles the experience. So when you take a game that was built around limitations, like lots of limitations, and you're going to remake it on a console that has far less limitations... You're either going to make something that is far too close to the original to, to even really bother remaking it. Or you're going to make something that's so much different than the original that, like, why even remake the game? Like, why remake it, right? So that's how I feel. It's what happened to the System Shock remake, actually. Uh, the reason why it's taken so long was they were making this game and they realized, like, guys, we don't have to actually stick to the original because we can do all this stuff that they couldn't do at the time. And they realized, oh my god, we're not remaking System Shock, we're just making our own version of System Shock, and that's not what we promised people. So they scrapped that and restarted. Um, so it, it's just this, like, they're going to remake Silent Hill 2, okay, but they don't need the fog anymore. The fog was there to cover you know, technical issues, but it worked. They understood that, like, all the models in Silent Hill 2, all the dead bodies, are of James Sunderland. Spoilers! Well, I mean... I know. They're they're hidden, they're obscured behind, like, blackness and stuff. Is it on purpose, or is it to save cost? Because they obscure probably both them. could be probably, both, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, when you when you don't have to worry about that, I think the 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 uh, the mystery disappears, right? Like, yeah, there's a certain amount of creativity that um, was required when technical resources were lower, and at the same time, though, I so I I I, I definitely see where you're coming from, and I agree with it, but. At the same time, I'll say also that the um, – and this is generally my issue with remakes – is um, while what they could do and the creativity they had to use to get around the technical problems, their, the limits of their creativity were also in place because of the technology that they had. So presumably – there are still games today that 20 years from now will say, oh, they did this really cool thing that fit the uh, the theme of the game because they had technical limitations that prevented them from doing what they really wanted to do. I think that's probably a uh, constant throughout the evolution of the industry. 
Yeah, and and you get to a point nowadays where people try to mimic that, but when you're not limited by technology, it just comes off as disingenuous. It's like you're trying to capture this idea that was spawned from having to make do with what you had that when you don't have to deal with that, it it just doesn't it doesn't have that same it doesn't capture that same magic. It's a it's a um I don't want to say nostalgia bait, but I know what you're talking about. Like all the horror games that are super dark and have the way that yeah. the shadow moves or the pre-rendered backgrounds. Um, it's clearly going for a, a, a hit of nostalgia. Um, but I understand that to some extent with horror stuff and, and art, maybe even RPGs that use pre-rendered backgrounds, not that that's too often because that is when the genres started to feel like separate beings. So I understand, like, I want to make a horror game. These were the best horror experiences. As we moved forward, they started to take on a different feel. Um, I can understand returning to those, but you're right. It is this, like, but you don't have to do it this way anymore. Right, like it's not mm-hmm. like you are choosing to make this pixelated mess. <laughs> um, you're choosing to have the person's face not have a mouth and just kind of have like a mark where it would be um, in this pixelated mess that you call a face, like Metal Gear Solid textures on the face and stuff. Um, but it's just Ryan made a good point. Um, but it would be more interesting to me if if it was the original team returning to Silent Hill 2 and saying, okay, well, this was planned and we wanted to do this, but we couldn't do this, so here, here we can establish it so it's almost like a, you know, a director's cut or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's more interesting to me than another team who... I, I'll, I'll say it. they probably played Silent Hill too. I, I think their games show that they do have some understanding of horror. I don't think they're the worst team ever. I just don't think their games are the best games ever. Um, but coming in as the audience, the audience sometimes, and I realize I just said like a bunch of people on YouTube that I've watched rivers have these takes, but all their takes are different. And without being in the mind of the creator, you're going to filter this this beloved game through the lens of a specific group of people. And if those people saw something completely different out of the game, it's going to piss off a lot of people. Like, I just don't see the winning scenario of remaking Silent Hill 2. No, it's a lose-lose. Like People will get excited, they'll be like, oh my god, it's back, and then they'll play it, and they'll be like, why does this exist? Unlike, unlike ma- remaking something that... Uh, isn't as uh of a uh, as a uh, critical darling as silent hill 2 like i don't think anybody's going to lose sleep over some changes they made in say destroy all humans no no right um so and i mean maybe there is i'm not discrediting people that have legitimate complaints i'm just saying like it is a bit easier when you're not touching upon something that help define a genre like that's the reason why it's always interesting that capcom remakes their stuff they don't have like an external team do it like 
Resident Evil 2 remake is done by people that work on Resident Evil still. So there mm-hmm. is some through line, even though the people that made Resident Evil 2 aren't there, they understand because they have been continuing on with the franchise. I, I don't know. It's a weird scenario where I like I just I, every time the Silent Hill is brought up, I, I I'm curious. I, I mean, I was curious to see what they would do in Metal Gear Survive, and uh, the Metal Gear parts in that game are fun. The base building can suck all of my dick. <laughs> from behind, like Wombat from, said. From behind. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bad game. Alright. I got a couple more news stories here. First, we're going to start with uh, gaming Twitter was pissed um, because E3 has returned from June 13th to the 16th. Uh, it'll be back next year, run by Reed. Uh, was it Reed Pop, I think is what it's called? The company that runs PAX. Oh, I'm happy E3's back. Maybe that's just me. I like that. I could not care less. I apologize. No, it's fine. I just... Whatever it's coming back as, speaking of, like, the way Silent Hill 2 is coming back, it is through the eyes of somebody else. This is not the same thing. It's just a label. I, uh, I, I appreciate what these shows do in the internet age. And don't appreciate it at the same time. Because, you know, pre, um, pre-internet, pre the way we think of the internet now and social media and everything else, these places were a good way for journalists and the public and everybody else to see stuff and interact with stuff and get news on upcoming games. Anymore, it feels like really all they do is consolidate game news into one time period. Um as opposed to spreading it out. Uh, and it's good because it's, you know, it's fun. You, you get a couple days where you can just sit around watching game trailers and stuff like that and a bunch of new information. But unfortunately, I feel like what ends up happening is you end up with games that um, probably aren't ready to be shown, uh, having to rush to put something out, and then it's just, you know, like a CG trailer or something and everybody bitches about it. Um and games that are coming out close that don't want to release too much because they don't want to ruin anything, and then people bitch about that too. So almost as much as I like sort of the award show or or game show kind of couple days and the hysteria that surrounds it, I kind of wish we would go to just games getting trailers and details and information released when, when the game is ready as opposed to trying to consolidate it into a specific time of year. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what they're gonna that's what they were trying to do before E three went away and then now it got brought back so it'll be interesting because Sony still doesn't participate in E three um, so like who else will not participate you know who knows um, if you like to tune out for the Overwatch conversation now is the time for the next couple minutes. Um, so obviously the game is launching next week. One of the big things that they talked about that is that has caused the conversation on the internet is the way the game works free to play wise. Um, mostly the phone number thing. Like I saw a bunch of people saying I'm not giving my phone number to Blizzard to log into the game. Which I think is kind of funny because that's technically that's like two factor or anything else. I don't know. 
I, I guess it's just not that big a deal to me. My phone is attached to most of my internet accounts. Um, but this is this is mostly to to try to prevent people from creating new accounts. Also, the conversation around how you have to play fifty matches before you can play competitive that makes sense to me um and then the other story that i was talking to you about anthony earlier if you've never played overwatch you have to play 100 matches to unlock all of the original characters which again makes sense because it's such a game of knowing the characters that if you just you know if you don't spend the time to learn it it's just not going to be a very fun experience for you but that's it. That's all. That's all I'll talk about. I know I'm the only one that cares a lot about this stuff. So it, it'll be interesting to talk about next week when the game is actually out. All right. For the final story, I please, saved the best. Please acknowledge my meme. Thank you. I appreciate your Mean Girls meme. Okay. <laughs> I do. Um. Let's talk about the final story. Let's talk about a lot of things. Cloud gaming. Stadia is dead. Go ahead. Do it. Stadia's dead. There you go. Google announced this week that Stadia will be shutting down on January 18th, uh, 2023. That'll be the last day you can play games. They th- this is the this is the good on them part. Every single purchase that anybody has made, hardware or software, is being refunded. Which to me tells me that it's not really that big of an investment to refund all those games. Nobody? Nobody cares? I mean, I told you. We all told you. Like, I don't... There's no joy in this. It's like every time I have to come out and say, like, I told you all, fucking Metroid Prime Trilogy, all this shit. It just eventually you just go, fucking, I don't... Why aren't you listening to people that make sense? And this is very, very small crowd at least. But like, yeah, guys, like, you wouldn't have gotten an on live tattoo. An on live at least tried, and they were bought. They were bought by Sony. Their tech was bought by Sony. Um, Google has a history of shutting things down, and when this came out. When this was announced, everybody's like, yeah, how long will this last? And hey, it lasted Did... longer than I guess most of us thought it was going to last, but like, barely. Yeah, I think it out it outdid my prediction by like six months. So. But like, I don't know. This just. What a f- dumb fucking idea. <laughs> the world's infrastructure for internet in most places doesn't support this. Like, I just don't... And then they're selling games for, like, full price, but you don't own anything. There's no download. Like, everything... What a terrible business model. And it's like... Yeah. It was a pie-in-the-sky idea. And some of the concepts were neat. Like, oh, you can watch a YouTube video and then just kind of jump in where the person was playing. But, like... Okay... Well, the technology also is the best that I've tried. So I've tried all of the cloud streaming except for Luna. And Stadia by far 
excuse me, is the best one. Like, the technology itself works. But do you still want to play it on that way? No, I, I played... Yeah, I played it for like a month to test it out, and then I never wanted to play it again. But to be fair, I don't play xCloud except to complete quests that I don't want to download the game for. Like, if it just asked me to boot a game up, I'll boot it through the cloud just so I could get the, the, the tick, and then I'd right. close it. I just... So... All these fucking sycophants that were like, Oh, this is the greatest thing ever! Fucking Stadia Crew, or whatever their hashtag was. Um, I don't even remember. It's not, I, I remember the Stadia Twitch. 100, which I always joked was the amount of people that had a Stadia account. Yeah. Um, you should be embarrassed. To the man that got the Stadia tattoo, uh, I'm glad that people have something to identify you with and laugh at you. <laughs> um... Also, can we talk about... So, a couple things around this story. Can we talk about the fact that Phil Harrison is the Grim Reaper of gaming? Like, holy shit. Uh, who is that? So, Phil Harrison was around during the PS3 launch. He was at Sony during the PS3 launch. He was at Microsoft for the Xbox One launch. He was the man in charge of Stadia. Think about those three statements I just made. Yep. How does he keep getting head of anything? Oh, that happens a lot. People fail <laughs> in upwards. The world. People fail upward all the um, time. I joked. I joked on Twitter. Although in that... his case, I can't exactly say going from Xbox to Stadia was a failure. Uh, Google. Google's pretty yeah, big but, company, but not Google. It's not like he he left Microsoft to be the head of Google. Well, he didn't. Like, he didn't head he, Microsoft, though. He headed I, Xbox. I I know. That's why I'm saying it's not a failure upward. All right, Let's a lateral if he, failure. If he was the CEO of Microsoft and and left to be the CEO of Google, then maybe yeah, it, we we would talk about failing upward. He failed but laterally. He left Microsoft's game division to go to Google Stadia. I, I joked on Twitter uh, that his next stop was Nintendo, and then I went, no, uh, no. <laughs> And I remember, I remember us having a talk about um, all the Google Stadia devs that got fired, and I said something that came off a little mean. But this was this was always going to be the end of this. I, I, there was no way, no way this was going to succeed. It doesn't take a lot of work to figure that out. Have you ever waited for a page to load on your phone? Well, yes. congratulations! You've now proven why fucking streaming a goddamn video game is not going to work out. Have you ever gone over your internet cap? That's a thing that exists in some places in America, and so they're going to constantly stream a game. So it's not just a once, uh, one time, a hundred gig download. No, 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 no. It's a constant streaming of a high definition video, as well as sending inputs away. Like, insane. This was something that, like, was made inside Google who has the infrastructure to support something like that. And they went, this will work everywhere. That's a you've spent too much time in this building idea. Like, yeah, of course it works. It's like it's like uh, when the Kinect came out and people were having trouble with it in their home. 
Well, yeah, because everywhere that they were working on it was in a brightly lit environment, right? Not in a house setting. Um, so these ideas that these tech companies sometimes come up with work well in the tech world in Silicon Valley, but don't work in the real world very well. There's a ton of those. I'm not, like All these companies have ideas like this. Uh, I'm not just shitting on Google here, but it's just like this is a prime example of like one of those coming out and it not really being set up for the world at all. Um, and so like when all those devs lost their jobs, it was like, yeah, but like you were making a game for a console, that, uh, console quotations that like a good portion of America cannot play with any reasonable quality to it. People are still on dial-up in America. That sounds crazy, but the amount of people that are still, like, signed to American Online is absurd. Now, some of those people are probably paying for it still and don't realize it. But Yeah, really? It, it's just, like... It, this was, again, like... It, all it needed was one person to be like, is this really going to work in the middle of nowhere or is this literally just for like high like internet infrastructure places also from the same company that was doing google fiber and then bailed on that as well which tells me that they know that the internet infrastructure isn't good enough to support this but they didn't want to put the effort in to make sure everybody had infrastructure as well like this is one of those also where the different parts of the same company aren't really talking to each other google knows that the internet's not good enough here's a game that requires good internet users. Um, yeah um they've locked the subreddit by the way that doesn't shock me um a couple of other notes about this apparently d developers did learned about this at the same time the rest of the world did so like people who had games scheduled to come out for stadia did not even know they were shutting it down like, they were still working on the games. Um, also, another story that came out of this was apparently Stadia turned down the sequel to Death Stranding. Like, they were offered the game and they, they turned it down because they said we didn't want a single-player game. <laughs> like, they wanted a multiplayer game. I just... Once again, I, I, I reiterate Phil Harrison. Like... Boy, you make some bad some bad calls. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, this whole thing was a bad call. Hundred percent. And it's funny because I'm sure you saw the picture floating around online of when they first debuted Stadia. It was sitting next to a Dreamcast and a Power Glove, and a copy of ET. Not really the company. Yeah, not really the company you want to be in. Just yeah. Um, somebody, there's a 42 minutes ago discussion. I'm sad about Stadia. That's all. I'm just sad. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I mean, yeah. But, like, I have some good news for you. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4 is available for, like, $10 on most consoles. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess Ubisoft has said they're trying to move the saves to PC so people can just continue their game. That was That was the biggest, like, sign for me it was like when they were like we have assassin's creed 4 black flag like that game came out on fucking ps3 boys 
like God, that was the beginning did, of the PS4. Yeah, and you could Jesus upgrade Christ. for like five dollars, I think. Was but the you had to put the disc in. Remember, yes, you had yes, to put yeah. the oh, disc yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. That was such a weird thing, right? But, but it, like that's yeah. And somebody wrote here, and this is actually I'm gonna just comment on this too. Uh, rest in peace is Stadia. You hardly tried being relevant like Google Glass. Google Glass is a is a prime example of here's a good idea. We're not going to see it through. Now I know part of it came from the uh, public perception of Google Glass, which is dumb because everybody carries a fucking phone in their pocket with a camera and a microphone at all times. So like, really, what's the difference? But um, we are now in the world of like understanding augmented reality uh pokemon go is still pretty big uh so google abandoned a concept that they literally build into their their phones now as in glass app imagine not having to hold up a fucking small tablet essentially to read another language that's what they had with potentially these glasses and they were like yeah we're done here google doesn't continue on anything so there's a reason why there's a google graveyard i'm pretty sure the only reason why youtube's around is just that it's a sunk cost fallacy now well that and it doesn't really have much competition truly the moment competition came along though i could see youtube just slowly fading away if it was better, 100%, Google would just be like, well, I guess that's over. Oh my god. As a founder, my airing out of it all. This is the only one. I'll, the only other one I, I'll read. I've spent probably 1000 plus on equipment, games, add-ons, thank you, Dead by Daylight, etc. That being said, I went all in because Google did say that they'd refund everything if they closed it down. They're sort of honoring that. I feel we should also get the pro sub back as well because we own those games that's why i paid for the subscription now it feels like i was just renting the games no what you, first of all you stupid idiot no. you spent one thousand on equipment games and add-ons you could have just bought a console you decided to buy into a a fluffy dream i have a pyramid scheme i can sell you dude you don't. Oh. Anybody who ever asks for their subscription fees to be refunded is a fucking moron. You know, just because they took away your Netflix movies at the beginning of the month doesn't mean you get your twenty bucks back. And and my pro sub back as well because we own those games. You owned nothing. That was the whole point of this stupid idea. Like you don't. Own yeah, it's anything. even in the wording. You don't own it's anything in the on of most the consoles. I understand that, but like. You literally, what, if the server was shut down for a day, you couldn't access your games. That was the fucking point of this whole thing. I'm a little bummed. I've tried Luna, Xbox Cloud stuff. Stadia was the best by far. Ken, you said that. It will be yeah, missed absolutely. in our household. We all loved Cake Bash. We bought it before it was free. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At minimal, turn the Bluetooth on the controllers and let them live another day as I love the Stadia controller feel. That's another thing, too. Apparently, the Bluetooth mode is, like, locked out. Yes, it's only Wi-Fi. The controllers are only Wi-Fi. So, there is apparently rumblings that they might turn the Wi-Fi on, just so it's not a bunch of tech trash, because that would be a really bad look. 
I have one of those controllers. I could use another Bluetooth controller. Right. So that is a thing that they might be working on, which is at least nice. If not, someone will figure it out, I'm sure. Oh yeah, you'll be able to flash it with some firmware or something. Yeah. Just bummed. I didn't get I didn't game for ten plus years except for Rocksmith. I'm a guitarist. So this is something that got me and my kids into console gaming again, albeit without the console. But this the cost you spent on this, there was nothing easy about this setup that was easier than just buying a console and plugging it in. Right? Uh, yeah, like that's I where, the, that's I where I, I, I've <laughs> never understood this product. You still needed a little stick that you plug into the back of your thing. You have to hook up the controller. Like, those are all standard console things. Then you had to actually sign in with an account. Not something you actually have to do with consoles, really, because not everybody needs a PSN account. Although, at that point, let's just say you do that. Um, what... What was easier about Stadia? I, again, like, it just was this this answer to a question no one asked. Um, my five-year-old was actually crying over losing it because he loves it so much. I mean, it's your only console, of course. He's going to miss video games. I guess we are lucky that we'll get our money back for most spent. I could live without the Pro Sub refund, but it only feels fair, especially for founders that supported from day one. Sorry, just venting here as, I die, as a diehard Stadia fan and evangelist. That's on you. Everyone else told you this was a bad idea. There's yeah, they a... came up with their own name for themselves. Stadians. You know that? Stadians. It, it's like it's 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 weird to see plastic box warriors without a plastic box. <laughs> yeah, what are you? You're a cloud warrior. I talked about the tech many times on my popular business vodcast. Cool. Okay. Your now I feel like a goof for believing in Google. Good. You should. You should, and, and this goes for a bunch of things. You should always feel bad when you defend companies blindly. Always feel bad. They they just want your money. Man, ain't none of them give a shit about you. They would, no. they would grind no. you into pulp if it meant that they could power their machines another day for free. Orphan crushing Orphan machine. Orphan machine. Uh, Back. One question. As stated, my business vodcast, I'm not plugging you, um, we have, because he wrote it down, we have been talking about the upcoming recession now. The tech industry is rescinding employment offers and tightening their belts, getting ready for some economic turmoil. Even my uh, YouTube ad revenue is 10% of what it was six months ago, with more views as, a co- as companies pull marketing. Is this perhaps just a segment that was literally bleeding so much money for them that they need to save $100 million plus over the next few years of cost and development? I can't imagine they were pouring that much money into this at all anyways. At this point, that's me saying that. They killed all the... They killed all... What kills me most about Stadia is how bad the business decisions were. They they killed most of the like first-party stuff. They didn't buy any studios. They didn't nurture any studios, and instead they spent obscene amounts of money to get games like four-year-old Assassin's Creed titles on the service. And and Ubisoft will put that shit anywhere. Does everybody remember yeah. when the Wii came out and they fucking just inundate fucking Far Cry? Whatever the Far Cry game is, it's a terrible fucking Far Cry game. They put on the Ubisoft Wii. don't care. They're everywhere. Red Steel 1. They're just like fuck you. Put it, put it out. Um, 
uh, sorry, uh, 100 plus million over the next few years of cost development and was more an economic cutback by Google rather than a failure. No, 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 no. It was a failure. It was a failure. The <laughs> fact that I couldn't go into a... I go into Walmart. Dude, if you're refunding all <laughs> of the purchases, it was yeah, a failure. Yeah, it wasn't an economic cutback at that point. Oh my god. Hence, instead of waiting it out, their uh, BI predictions say a rough road is ahead and it had to be cut. That's what I feel. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. But he has a business podcast. Oh my god, don't... I can't... I Now in good conscience, I can't... No, 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 he has a vodcast. Yeah, I can't oh, send sorry. you to his sorry. shark bite biz. Because clearly I know more about this fucking business than, than this dink does. So, oh my god, yeah. If, if it was really, like, just hemorrhaging money, you don't get anything back. They just write you off and go, fuck you. I understand Google has a lot of money, but if it was really hemorrhaging that amount, or was going to, you don't get anything back. Um, funny enough, speaking of things that hemorrhaged money, uh, Tommy Tallarico is currently selling off a bunch of fucking, like, a bunch of shit of his. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, his dev kits... Um, for like Super Nintendo, a bunch of Spider-Man stuff. He has a Spider-Man statue in his room, by the way. So like, he's in rough times. Hot. Uh, yeah. We, no, no, we we fuck with the Spider-Man statue facing the bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. The tech was solid. It was amazing. Regardless of the reason, I for one and my family are heartbroken. It's heartbroken okay to be dis- over fucking stadium. It's okay to be Come disappointed. On. But the fact that you have not played games for 10 plus years tells me you know nothing about this. No gamer was like, I want to not own a console anymore. Unless the cost effectiveness was great. But it wasn't. It wasn't with Stadia. You still had to buy a controller and the, um, whatever the Google, the Chromecast, Chromecast but it needed to be yeah. a specific Chromecast. You couldn't use any Chromecast. Uh, you need to buy a subscription and you need to buy the games because that's horseshit. Um, and it's just, hey, to be fair, there was an app on my LG TV to play Stadia, which I never did by the way, but it's just like, so yeah, but you still need to pay for a subscription. Then, yes, and you still need to have a controller that could hook up to it. Well, you don't you don't have to pay for the subscription if you just buy the games, but you only get them in what is it, 1080p or 720p it was or something. Dumb. It was a, it, that's already too much for the average consumer. So it's you were like you were so out of it that you thought this was the easy dive back in, and I don't know who sold you that, that lie. If it was Google, good on them. But like Bill it's, Harrison, it's just like, I, like of course you're upset. You clearly don't know anything about video games. You just don't, because again, all the money you spent over a grand could have bought you a PS4, could have bought you controller, extra controllers, could have bought you a couple of games. Get you a fucking Switch, man. Yeah. Then you can take it on the go too. So it's because it switches. Yeah. That's right. Do the do the sound. Wow, that was actually a pretty good sound. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just irritating. It's irritating because, um, and it's not just me, but like a lot of people were saying these exact same things, and these people uh, were unwilling to hear it. 
and now they're like, I can't believe this would have happened. I don't understand how everybody around you can be like, this is bad. This is not a good idea. And you're like, no, no, it's a good idea. Like, you're the same idiot that falls into an MLM. And it's like, I can't help you. You're just overzealous about this. Like, you're just, you don't get it at all. You just think you understand. And this guy runs a business. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Like this right. is this well, is that's... this is the this is the most embarrassing like failure I think Google has had. Yeah. Um that's it for the news. I do want to give one special PSA. Crystal Dynamics sent out a legacy of Kane survey. Y'all motherfuckers need to fill that out. And that's why I hope that uh, Saudi Arabia is not buying Embracer. <laughs> But uh, don't fill it out if your number one vote is going to be for a remaster. I will take anything at this point. I'm groveling for scraps. No. Don't want to remaster. I said I want a new game. Of course I want a new game. That was my but number if one. It's a choice between a, if it's a choice between a remaster and nothing, I'll take Well, but if it's going to be a... If, if they're going to redo one of the old ones, do a remake. Sure, sure. I mean, even that, but I'd still take a remaster just to have something. Like, would you want it to be a visual novel? No, no, I would not. I mean, well, yeah, none no. of the original or a strategy but, RPG or or what's that? What what there was a what was a multiplayer game that was a MMO? Fuck what? Oh no, no it wasn't oh, an oh, MMO. The, um, oh god, um, yeah, I said no to that as well. When they were like, "What what genres would you not want it to be?" And it was like MMO. Team-based shooter, um, MOBA, but Nosgoth, by the way, Nosgoth. Yeah. That's asymmetrical online multiplayer action game. Another one that failed. I don't want to play Legacy of Kane with anybody but myself. Anyway, I don't know. Hold on. Correct. Side note: There, I would totally. It would. I would be okay if I could, like in Devil May Cry Five, when you could see other people playing at times. Remember that? Yeah, but I don't want to play with no, them. No, I don't want to play with them either, but I'd be totally willing to see, like, oh, I'm playing as Kane, and, like, there's a guy playing as Azrael down there, and I can just watch him slaughter a bunch of guys. Yeah, like, alright, that's pretty awesome. That was a cool mechanic. All right, Sorry, that's... I'm just pointing that out, because I was thinking about Devil May Cry 5 the other day. It's a good game. Well, you should. It's a great game. Bang, bang, bang. Um... my Devil Trigger. That is the end of the show. If you want to tweet us at M4G Podcast, which, by the way, we don't have any tweets. If you want to send us an email, which, by the way, we don't have any emails, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Send us fuck on your letters. Tell me I'm wrong. Send an email to the show and tell me I'm wrong about Stadia being a failure. Nobody that likes Stadia listens to the show. Look, um, I'm glad you're getting your money back. That I will say. I think they, if they sold you on a lie, this was going to be a good idea. And they're giving you your money back? Good. I wish more companies did stuff like that. I'll give them credit on that one. I should be nice about that. But. Yep. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at ZTGD. Ryan's at WombatRP. Anthony's not on Twitter. No. He's a smart man. Uh, you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Also check out Phoenix Down. Sinking City episode will be up this Last week. Last one. I don't, I don't... Well, no. There's this one and then there's one more, right? Or was this the last one? This was one? the last one. The one we recorded okay. Thursday was the last episode. Gonna gotcha. Spoilers, okay, so everybody. that'll be up this spoilers, week. Spoilers, everybody. I'm sorry about that ending. 
That was a Mass Effect ass Mass Effect ending. Uh, so that episode will be up this week. So check that out. Um, I don't have anything else. Um, We're starting up. I'm going to warn you because uh, number I don't remember. Six. Six. It's oh. the baby one. I can't believe they've made it this far through them this quickly. Dude, that's a that's lot, a lot of, of Yakuza. Yeah, I'd be Yakuza out. Absolutely. I think I got Yakuza out after two. Like two back-to-back games. I can't imagine doing six. Holy shit. I, I, are they continuing into Like a Dragon after? I don't know. I don't know if they'll do Like a Dragon. Uh, they should. That's a fucking fantastic game until you hit the uh, difficulty wall. But but it's an RPG, right? Yeah. Yes, turn-based. So you just yep. have to grind, unfortunately. You have to grind the sewers, which brings that game to a screeching halt at like the apex of its oh, story. It, it sucks. Uh... It sucks so bad. I like. I love that game, but that thing almost. Killed I think it Ryan me. has to play that as part of his Dragon Quest playthrough because that game is heavily based like, off of Dragon Quest. I mean, it's it's like they even play the music at one point, and he talks about how much he loves Dragon Quest. So, yeah, that's not um, on the list. Have you? <laughs> side note, just because. Have you played Eleven? Uh, I started it. Did yes, you... um, but I I bailed on it because I oh. knew I was going to play through all the rest of them. There is a there that is that game reminded me like oh that's right JRPGs can be really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was probably six or seven so hours in when I bailed on where it. I'm talking about where I was like oh wow okay hitting some old school vibes here um i mean i was playing on the original version i'm sure it'd be more interesting to play on the uh s version but yeah i have the switch um version that was brought into the xbox version wasn't yeah, it? The the X- version? so the only version you can get now is the s version okay that's what the i thought graphics I thought are that a little was, less i think but, i remember um, you have like a full orchestrated soundtrack you can go into the pixelated mode cool that's the one that i own so yeah there's like a halfway point story moment in there and i was like oh my god i need to go back and play that too i only made it about two hours in and i just there's some neat shit in that game that i'm like yeah i uh also the slimes have never looked better and that's that's the most important part of all those games well obviously But that's it for the show this week. Um, be sure to tune in next week for uh, episode 718, the Overwatch episode. <laughs> I apologized already in advance. I can't help it. It'll be just Ken next weekend. I'll just be sitting here talking to myself. So I was playing a song, bro. I, 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 almost, no. I almost wanted to make a, um, for this episode, I wanted to make a Drew soundboard. <laughs> Maybe I should set that up for next weekend. Oh yeah, make a Drew soundboard. It'll be the first time he's been on the show in years. Uh, but that's it for this. Unless anybody says anything else, we'll get out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.